tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Clone Club, welcome back to another Orphan Black After Buzz recap show. This is Season 3, Episode 4, Newer Elements of Our Own Defense. Another <laughs> Eisenhower uh, reference. And with us, as always, Mr. Matt Lieberman. Hello, 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 Clone Club. And Megan Salinas. Hi, everybody. And uh, maybe on a couple... Colin, maybe not. I'm betting against it at this She's point. She's definitely sick. What happens? Every week, we're so excited. She's going to be here. We're going to have the full panel. And then some d- disaster befalls her. I think it's that I tweeted out. I think that jinxes it. So next week, I'm not going to tweet. You need to stay away from you, Twitter. You quit Twitter right I'm now, gonna, sir. I'm going to quit Twitter for just to get on a healthy. Not even for the benefit of the show. Just so she can recover. <laughs> Please do. Although, for those of you on Twitter right now, we'll be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVOrphan black yes excellent so you know tweet in questions yeah uh you can you can find will at the real will link on twitter that's absolutely right you can find me at matt lieberman on twitter you can find megan at the menguin on twitter yay yeah look at that <laughs> thanks for the handles. twitter plugs yeah so let's start at the start mark is not dead Thank God. Great. As we Thank kind of God. predicted at the end of last week. You know, because yeah. there's still too much good Mark stuff to mm-hmm. have and Mark Gracie things that can Although, happen. Although, how bad of a shot is she? She she was like three feet away from him. How did she miss? Listen, rifles <laughs> are not meant for close distances. They are meant for long distance shooting and it could have easily thrown off her aim. It threw her. I mean, yeah. And the Prolethians, you know, they're used to long distance shots. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's, you who throw them up. That's what they always say. You get too close to a Prolethean, you throw them off. I guess. Um, yeah, well, Bonnie and the Prolethians were bad. That sounds like they should be playing at the Troubadour, tonight, <laughs> right? By the way, Bonnie and the Prolethians. But <laughs> two, three, four. But they did not finish the job on Mark, and Sarah was able to get out of the barn, get to the cornfield, and get Mark out of there in time. Mm-hmm. And, Without getting shot. Good yeah, for her. Good for her. So. Basically, Sarah's running off with Mark, and they kind of both have the same idea in a lot of ways. He wants to get the uh, the original mater- genetic material so he can kind of buy him and Gracie their way out of Castor, and she wants to get that material to get Helena out of Castor. Right, and also we come to realize that because they are siblings, that uh, the Castor DNA would help them understand their own DNA because they're they're sibs. Yeah, so it's it should, it should be a mutual thing, but they're still not very trusting of each other. Right, and they basically they hold up in a in a house look like an abandoned house or mm-hmm. someone's basement, someone was <laughs> out for work. They're, someone they're, was just out for the. For the evening. Where we get our, uh, one of many uh, gross factors in this episode. We get the uh, the little makeshift surgery of she has Ooh. to take the bullet out of Mark's Well, no. Leg. First she has to, like, stick her finger in yeah. there. And, like, and then waggle, waggle it around. around. <laughs> yeah. Stick it in and, and we, oh, what was the, I can't remember the exact quote, but he said just 
stick it in. Oh, I can't remember, but she <laughs> said, yeah, I'll move on. Something but about first dates. First yeah. dates. I remember her line. I couldn't remember his. So she helps him get out the bull, and basically she's going to help him for more information. But he really does seem to not know a lot of what's going on because he's been in deep cover with the Prolethians for so long at Years. this point. Yeah. So, I mean, there's only so much he can offer her at this point. But she also knows that he has, he found something at the farm there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say that even though he, he might not actually know a ton right now because he has been undercover for so long, we know at the by the end of this episode that he is actually pretty high ranked he's, amongst the yeah. casters. So he could probably get more information than he's letting on. If he goes back into caster, which he yeah, doesn't so. really want. Uh, can I just say that was for me, that was the scene of the week was uh was was Mark and Rudy Interacting and him pulling rank on Rudy yeah. and that shift was a really, really well played, and it introduced a, an interesting dynamic that I couldn't have expected. And there was so much tension going into that moment mm-hmm. because you know the last episode was just Rudy basically crapping on Mark. He called him a pussy. He's like, so is he really going to buy into this thing? Is he really going to respect the orders from his superior commander? And at the end of the day, he doesn't. At the end of the day, I think there's also not just that, but there's still a level of brotherly love coming yeah. there because they were all raised together. You're right. The shift was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, Ari Millen doing fantastic work uh, this season on the show. So Sarah finds a, a motel. He passes out because, as you do after you've been stitched up and they're pouring wa- vodka in your <laughs> open bullet wound, as you do, you pass out. Right, Sarah- a trooper though. For he was. He was doing a good job there. He was actually a lot more with it than I expected someone to be <laughs> doing makeshift surgery. And uh, Sarah does find the uh, the key to the motel, and that leads her to the the box of stuff that uh, uh, jo- uh, Johansson had had hidden there. That yeah, he, had he just stored. dismissed as, whatever, not what I'm looking for. Probably doesn't have any relevant information in it whatsoever. Well, I guess it was just that he was so... He was, he was a little too dismissive. He was so sure that we have to find some, like, actual... Slides, yeah. test tubes, something physical. Something that would contain genetic material that he didn't think to look No time to go that. through all the paperwork. I gotta go torture this guy. Yeah. Yeah, time exactly. <laughs> and you know what? And that, again, Mark, Mark seems to be a mixed bag. Like, for he does have that rank, but, you know, he couldn't torture the guy right. He's getting shot in the, the corn. Mark's having some issues. He's been, at, he's been away from Castor <laughs> maybe rusty. a little too long <laughs> out in the wilderness. So then Mark does end up showing up at the hotel. Uh, and very angry at Sarah. He feels a little betrayed by her because she called an ambulance for him and he doesn't want to go in because he knows that these caster clones can basically hunt him down anywhere yeah. wherever he is but Sarah has figured some stuff out because she did not dismiss all that junk paper that was in the she thing. called Cosima. that's who you bring in for these things you see scientific writings you take pictures of it send it to Cosima. yes even if she's out Good drinking enough. that night <laughs> mm-hmm. well we actually have a question from Alicia Perez uh, regarding Cosima. do you think Cosima is really over Delphine do you think she's ready to move on no no, way. no not one bit she's gonna try she's gonna she's gonna go on Sapphire and maybe find <laughs> some some nice uh, nice strange but yeah. 
She's not ready for a real relationship. She'll find herself only uh, uh, swiping for uh, for uh, uh, French girls for a she while. She just barely got over dying from a mysterious <laughs> disease. Well, you know what? Since someone brought it up, I, I kind of wanted to... I, I was going to get to that later, but let's get to it now. Kasima really... Early in the episode, she does kind of really underplay the fact that she was very recently <laughs> dying. With yeah, Kira's stem cells are really—they're doing the trick. They're—they're they're, they're yep. really working. They're good stem cells. I'm <laughs> fine imagine. now. I mean, do you think? How much do you think the series from here on out is going to kind of brush? I mean, I mean are we just going to kind of brush her illness aside until suddenly it's just like, yeah, she's better. Uh, I don't know if they're going to just go for like, okay. If they're just kind of using it as a little bit of tension, like she could relapse at any moment uh, when, in fact, she won't or she won't yeah. until they can somehow bring Kira or more caster DNA back into the mix. Things like that. I, I know this is not a popular thing. It, last season, I was upset that uh, as much as I like Kasima, I was a little upset that they didn't kill her just because... Once you give us the threat of a dead clone and then you reverse it, until you kill off a clone, there is no danger that it feels real We're not gonna on this show. Seriously. We won't. Because yeah. Sarah's never going to die. No. Uh, and if none of the other clones can die, yeah. then uh, what, what's, the, what's the point in being afraid for them? The only clones they can kill off now seem to be clones they just introduced for an episode right. or two. Right, or just there in a clip and we never get to meet. Maybe if they bring back Tony and kill Tony, then <laughs> Oh, some... don't kill Tony. <laughs> Tony's fabulous. <laughs> I um, love Tony. But uh, Kasima. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But you know what the thing is? I, and I was actually thinking about that watching this episode because I was jotting down the idea of, like, are they just going to get over this death? The idea of death. She serves such an important purpose to the show, though, because she is the person who can explain the science. She's the Scotty. only one they can. And, I mean, that's not the... Do you well, think, here's the Do you thing. think the other clones would rely on, on Scotty as much as Cosima does? I don't think so, and I don't think he would well, to them. here's the thing. If we do lose Cosima... That is a huge blow to everybody in the show because they do rely on her so much. Could mm -hmm. you imagine how badly the rug would be pulled out from under all these characters and us as audience members? You're right. We would freak out if they killed Kasuma. I think I read in an, in an interview uh, where the creators were both arguing back and forth about how they each have a favorite clone. I can't remember which one's which, but... They always argue about one being killed, <laughs> and the other one argues against it, and they, they, they've had this constant push-pull about that, which yeah. uh, I, I get, because you do get very attached to these individual clones, because they are now on such their own stories, and Cosima is going to, at the advice of, of Felix, going to start looking for love again. <laughs> I guess. Mm -hmm. I love how much Felix really does act as a brother to, to all the clones. He goes to support Allison during her play when she's in rehab. Uh, he goes and, you know, wants to take Kasima out for a night of drinking. I think it's just very well, sweet. Well, I feel like this is the season they've really hooked up now Felix with Kasima. Each season he's kind of served as the, the brother for... One of the clones. Yeah. And now, you know, Allison doesn't need him as much as... They did. So now Kasima does, and you know, he's gonna, he's gonna fix her love life. And she should get back at it. I mean, you have to. Even, the only way you do get over She's these a catch! Things, she is a catch. Yes! That's for sure. So. Any gal would be lucky to have her. Brilliant, beautiful, cool braids. But you just know, once she starts, uh, finally getting something going. 
Delphine's going to sweep back into back her into life town. like nothing happened. Say la vie. More French. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So no matter what, I feel like we're in for seasons of heartbreak still Ooh. with Cosima. Um, Felix, though, um, so he's with Cosima, but I, once again, I hope we get Felix into some situations where Felix is in danger again. I feel like it's been a while since Felix has been, like, in imminent danger where he's been, I don't know, he's, I don't want him just setting people up this season. I mean... He was framed for a murder recently, not too long ago. Well, I guess in and terms people of, do keep yeah. breaking into his apartment. How That's has he true. not moved? That's true. That's true. Well, He's big... really attached and it's rent controlled. Okay. It's a good I can spot. understand that. It's perfect for it's a young centrally artist. located. Yeah. It's cheap. It's not that drafty. It's perfect. Well, hopefully Cosima uh, can find some love on Sapphire. Mm-hmm. But uh, while she is swiping, Sapphire isn't real, right? No, it's their version of Tinder. Tinder yeah. Unless it's oh. Canadian, unless that's what they I don't call know. Because I mean, Grinder, Grinder is is just for men. So I feel yeah. like there should be an all lesbian alternative. Well, you know, I'll yeah. be honest, I didn't look it up. You know, what? I just I d- assumed okay, it was I just a assume Tinder. it's not real. I just assumed it was their takeoff on Tinder. But right. I've never looked up a lesbian dating site for myself <laughs> personally. I so. was gonna look it up, but now I really don't want to know what. <sighs> Fine, guys, <laughs> if you aren't comfortable, I'm gonna look up Sapphire. This is a work phone. <laughs> oh, that's a work phone. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, she does get in touch with Sarah, who basically this was. I think this was the big reveal of the episode that Cosima says that. This was, they figure out it was a person. The genetic material that they're looking for was an actual person. A child that the Johansons brought to fruition, but then we find out later died basically at childbirth. Died very young. So now this is what they've been, and I thought that was actually a really interesting twist. Because that's a lot more, it's a lot more interesting to be looking for a dead baby than it is for a test tube. It makes complete and total sense though. He wouldn't just waste that genetic material. Like of course he would use it to try to create a child. Because that's what they were trying to do as soon as they got a hold of Helena. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, there is no Sapphire dating app on the iTunes store. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So. Well, there should, if there isn't, uh, there should be soon. Yeah. Soon enough. So, um, so yeah, they find out this person, and she basically says, Mark, did, did the Johansons ever have a son? And they did. They go to the farm, and she's got to dig up this dead baby. A dead baby? baby. Yeah. This show's so messed up. I, I love it's it. getting more and more with each season. Now yeah. we're bringing in dead babies. And she digs it up. And there's some great conversation that she has with Mark about Helena in this moment. Like, you're going through an awful lot of trouble to to uh, uh, help this woman that you tried to kill. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a great moment because it kind of reminded us the idea of why Sarah might feel even more guilt than just the fact that Mrs. S kind of sold her out. That, yeah, she tried to kill this woman. And now she's got, you know, she's trying to make amends for all of that, too. She's her sestra. Yeah. And it was a great, it was, like I said, it was a great bit of dialogue between them. Well, and I really like that uh, Sarah keeps trying to drive home the point to Mark that they are siblings, that she considers him her brother, and that, like it or not, they're in it together now, and he's still, you know, I guess being raised in a group of brothers, he's like, no, I have my mission, that sort of thing. He doesn't want to acknowledge them as sisters in the way that she acknowledges him as a brother. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a long time before 
any uh, cast or clones get to that point. But I think but if it any will. of them do, it's going to be Mark. And I think by the end of the season, he will. Mm-hmm. If not even sooner. Like I said, I've been a big proponent that Mark is going to be kind of the unsung hero by the end of the season. And now so that he's fun. not dead. Now that yeah. he's Good not dead. Well, he's Caster Sarah. He's yeah. the renegade. He's the rebel. He's the one who's different with a yeah. conscience. Yeah, and he's doing what he's doing for love, just like she is. Whether it was the love of her child or now the love of her sisters, mm-hmm. he was doing this for the love of Gracie. And, you know, for the love of his brothers, he's got some too. We have a tweet here, hashtag ABTV Orphan Black, from Mr. Smith the Chef at Soon Master Chef 1. What do y'all think Gracie will do now that she's had a miscarriage? I was oh. so furious with for her. For yeah. over Bonnie's actions, I just want, I literally, I wanted to punch a hole in my screen. I was so angry. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, she's finally brought so back into the Prolethean fold, and then... This weird blind guy. Who yeah. knew she was going to have a miscarriage, by the way. Whoa. Because the, the way he... You can t- see the future. But the, I mean, am <laughs> what I... If, what if he that? gave her a miscarriage? What if he's got powers like Kira, but they're the anti-powers? <laughs> the, anti- the Prolethean powers. Well, no. What if he's the devil and Kira's an angel or a god or something? <laughs> now and that's going, where we're taking this. Then we're getting out of the realm of science. A few weeks ago, you argued that it will still... Even if it's bunk science, it will stay within the realm of science. You can, you can prove... You can pr- shut shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah. We, we, did anyone notice that when he touched her, like his face went like down, and then he was like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, get her something to eat." Uh, like he knew she was going to have this somehow. And, you know, well, you know, the blind have another uh, way extra to senses. another way to read it is just like uh, like he's as much as it is a miracle child, he is disgusted that it is an abomination child. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, because the Prolethians have been drinking whatever Kool-Aid they've been drinking for a long time. Yeah, they they all think of it as a miracle. And they would have been on the same page as, as Johansson, I would assume. Uh, he, he knew this was going to happen. Yeah, and then she has this miscarriage, and then she's cast out. Which Now, here's my big question about this. Uh, the genetic material's in the hands of Castor. Gracie's cast out of the Prolethians, and Bonnie seems to want nothing to do with her at this point. Uh... I was surprised the Prolethians came back into play the way they did already this season. Do you think this is it for the Prolethians? Absolutely not. Okay. No. no. They're they're still Well, I was I was so surprised. I guess Bonnie's just a terrible person to begin with. Yeah. But um but I was just really surprised that she was so quick to cast Gracie out because one, you know, at the you know, when we thought she killed Mark, you know, her her you know, her pre-kill quip was you you know, I love her not like her mother and then and then we find out that she was the one who had a miscarriage with um with the caster DNA clone baby. And so I was just really surprised that somebody who had gone through that process themselves would be so quick to cast out someone going This is a woman with zero thing. empathy for yeah, anyone. So. And remember, now Gracie has she kind of holds Gracie responsible for everything that ended up happening with the the farm burning down, with her husband Gracie's father being dead, thing, you know. So she's got I mean, that's a lot of prolethean baggage to carry around. So I still buy that she would would cast her out. Like you said, she's got no empathy for her own daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just weird to me that somebody who had had a miscarriage would be so angry. Or maybe it was something like projecting because she couldn't, 
if she wasn't able to take care of the child that she had, yeah. maybe that's what she was projecting. I don't know. I just thought it was a very interesting turn. That's all. I say blame the midwife that you're <laughs> yeah. keeping around. Right? She should have been able jinx. to do something. Yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> um, so by the end of, of the episode with, with the Sarah and Mark storyline... Rudy shows up because Mark knew he would he would track him down eventually. He did. Sarah hits him with the shovel. Great little kind of standoff in the barn where he's hunting her down and he's taunting her, doing this like horrible like Kira voice of like how oh, she's gonna God. be looking for him. This guy's I mean, a sick f. And right when he finally has Monster. her and he's gonna he's gonna kill her, that's when that great scene that you brought up mm-hmm. where Mark comes in and he basically they have this 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 uh, stand they they have the showdown and rudy bends to mark's uh uh will basically yeah and then though it ends on an extremely ominous note though because they don't leave loose ends and sarah is a loose end <gasps> dun, dun, dun. so now sarah's dead Obviously. No. No, yeah, obviously, no. Sarah's dead, yeah. and uh, that's and the show becomes uh, about Allison and <laughs> the about, Hendrixes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, they raise Kira's. They're very young. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. With the other, with the other Hendrix kids. Yeah. No, I mean it looks like that they're gonna take Sarah in to cast her, which is gonna set up all sort sorts of crazy possibilities because then you will have Mark, Rudy, Helena, and Sarah. All on the same, and Paul, and Paul, all on the same. Dirty Paul. <laughs> I wonder how Dirty Paul's gonna feel about uh, having Sarah now back at the base with them. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Oh, for the love of God, <laughs> I told you to get out of town." It's okay if you do it in a three-way. Exactly. You put Sarah in the cell with Elena. Paul comes in. Dirty Paul. Dirty Paul. <laughs> that's what he. That's what he. You know. That's what he's thinking. I mean, that would be a new one <laughs> for thought him. About it. He slept with so many clones, like he's probably looking for a way to mix it so up. So many clones, <laughs> three, <laughs> only three. Okay, yeah. that's it's still probably so too, too many. many. <laughs> yeah, but it's still three. They all—they're all different. Okay, they all have different attitudes, different style, different technique. That he's learned a lot like about the bang- human condition that in that way. That is literally banging three sisters, though. That's—that's that's really weird. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not the greatest thing you can do <laughs> yeah. for a family. But you know, as far as clone conquests, I mean, it's uh... clone quests. Clone quests. Oh, Lord. each week. Each week. <laughs> that should be the goal for the rest of our season here. Each is week to go have sex con- with clones. Well, that too. <laughs> But I was going to say, come up with a new sexual uh, hashtag for Paul. Last week it was uh, uh, clone. Was it clone? Clone Clone poon? poon? Is that what it Clone puss. It was clone Clone puss. Clone puss. Oh, for God's sake. Hey, you coined that one. I didn't want to. It just came out of me. God. Uh, we have a we have a, a question here. Another one from Soon Master Chef One on Twitter. Uh, do you think the Proletheans will raise more dust with the other clones, both Castor and Lita? I, I don't know what you mean by raise more dust. I don't know. If, uh, maybe you mean like fight? I think cause some trouble. Cause some trouble. Well, yeah. See, I'm I'm actually on the opposite side of, of you guys. Maybe I should have said this when I asked the question. I don't <laughs> think I don't think they're going to play a big part for the rest of the season. I think they're going to be... I'm not saying we'll never see the Prolethians again, but I think this kind of takes them out of play for a while. Well, for oh, uh, I was just going to say, I would say that, except every time I think they're gone for good, they come back swinging. Yeah. So I, I feel like maybe they'll back off for like two episodes, and then they'll be back. 
Yeah, I feel like you don't introduce creepy blind guy if he doesn't have some importance. That's true, and yeah. he is pretty creepy. Yeah. Which, um, uh, who was the actor that played him? He looked a lot like Bill Nye. <laughs> did he? To me, nah, anyway. Not to me, He was a but, bigger man than anyway. that. Yeah. yeah. And I think an old, maybe, well, maybe not. He, he looked older, though. He did I want to and see Felix offer Gracie a makeover. Well, it looks like from the coming attractions, that's what we might get. <laughs> yes. So I am excited. Zoe Grand Maison is having, is having so much fun I, shooting she's this She's doing, I'm glad they've increased her role from yeah. Weston. She's she was, doing a great job. Yeah. I think she deserves a little bit of fun. She's, mm-hmm. she she's had it hard. Makeover, 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 makeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of people who might need a makeover, my favorite stuff in the episode, and usually when there is stuff about her, it is my favorite stuff, was the Helena stuff. Yeah. So, she's, you know, taking advice from her scorpion <laughs> spirit animal, as usual, and she knows she has to do some recon. To get out of the next box, she has to know what's in the next, the the next, next box. box. So, she ties off her arm, which I thought was great, and I, I guess this is a thing that you can do. Genius. I mean, well, that's what people who shoot heroin, like, they yeah. tie off their arm before they shoot, and then they release it, and then it all goes through their body. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So she did this, and uh, when then she threw a fit. She threw, uh, she threw more than a fit. She threw her, her, her shit at them, too. <laughs> and she ended up getting sedated, but she it was taking a while to get through her bloodstream, and she had a chance to sneak out of the... Uh, the little, um, what is it? Uh, not hospital. She gets snuck out and she found a very interesting experiment being done oh, on a caster clone. Man. Parsons. Yeah. Parsons, uh, man. That poor man. Help me. Now, that guy, she can't quite make out what's going on when she first sees him, but they kind of have this moment where they kind of lock eyes and she's half passing out this whole time and just barely makes it back to her bed before they come and check on her. Mm -hmm. But now she is determined to get out. And, you know, it's funny to say in Genius how she tied her from. What we kind of forget is that Helena's crazy, but she's also really smart. Like a fox. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she was an assassin. Like, you know, you don't get to, to go around the world being able to kill clones without being smart and resourceful. And maybe the most resourceful thing that she's ever done is she makes a makeshift lockpick. Out of like rib, a, Like yeah. a pork chop bone or something. <laughs> that was really uh, unexpected. When she was doing that, I thought for sure she was making a weapon at first. That's like what I thought. That was she like she was, to be yeah. a knife. And yeah. then when they came in, she was going to just... Uh, but... No, she used it to pick the lock, which is even more ingenious because I didn't see that coming yeah, at all. Strategery. Spe- <laughs> yeah. It takes a special kind of crazy to think, you know, that outside the box. So she, you know, again, timing out the cameras, unlocks the thing, gets out there, and then uh, comes back to Parsons. And, then and she, the spirit and Scorpion is not happy about which, this. No. This was probably uh, we had a lot of really great scenes in this particular episode, but this was the scene that had me going, "Oh God!" Like the entire time. Oh yeah, when she uh, comes up and you know something's up, but you don't really know, and then she pulls that cloth up, and you see his brains just exposed like that, and they're running these tests on him, probably like. Now, I don't know if he was already suffering from uh, uh, the glitches. 
or whether they were just doing this because they are because Cody's a is a cruel mother who's just experimenting on another clone to try to save the other ones. Mm-hmm. But he want like you said he wants to die, and the scorpion little scorpion. Uh, tells him, let's get out of here. <laughs> and in a lot of ways, maybe the Scorpion... You're going to waste your one chance on this bozo. <laughs> <laughs> Paraphrase. <Yeah. laughs> well, if it really is her spirit animal, maybe it's a test. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know what? But I think this is a great thing because it shows the... It was a great scene showing the humanity of Helena. Like, yeah, maybe that spirit animal is the thing that all these years has dictated a lot of the crazy <laughs> that she does or when she's, like, trying to kill clones and things like that. But now the humanity of Helena comes out and she can't let this guy suffer because she knows he's just going to be there forever suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's interesting is that she does this not knowing that they're siblings. Yeah, you know she she does this just kind of out of the goodness of her heart, and there's almost a sweet moment. She calls him like a little one, and she talks about how they've both been abandoned by their family. Now, some people online I saw took that as that she's buying into the fact that Sarah. Uh, betrayed her, that she's buying into Cody's line that she was betrayed when she says we were both abandoned by family. I didn't necessarily read it that way, but what did you guys think? I mean, on the one hand, I could see that wearing on her. On the other hand, I still don't I still don't see it that way. I think that she, in terms of, like, we've both been abandoned by our family, I think she's talking more about her past. That's what I think. she is about her present. I think that it definitely occurs to her. We'll find out for sure next week whether or not she blames Sarah for what's going on. I think that she's pretty sure, 90% sure, that Sarah would never do this. But at the same time, you got to have that nagging thought in the back of your head because yeah. what other explanation is there? Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, you're leaving Felix's apartment and you get kidnapped right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it makes it seem like someone who knew where you were going to be. And it was, but it was Mrs. S. So Helena, she gives up escaping. She kills him in a... Although I still, I wonder if there was a better way to have done it because she stabs him in the brain, yeah, and he's clearly still like feeling it, and then and then she, yeah, which I actually was was kind in another if it in in a non compassionate situation would have been kind of a even more badass move had she just a little twist there. But uh, this alerts them. He flatlines. This alerts the doc. Cody shows up, and Helena's there screaming at her, calls her a shit mother. She's freaking out. Um, and, of course, they sedate her and, and bring her back to her cell. Uh, Cody, I mean... So, I mean, Cody doesn't really have any love of these guys, right? I mean, because last week, I think I was on the fence of, like, maybe she does. She is trying to find a cure. I think that's still up for debate. I Definitely what she did was horrible, but I think she, at the very least, she feels some sort of ownership of them in the same way that Dr. Leakey kind of felt some sort of responsibility slash ownership of all of the Lita clones. Like, um, I... But... What she did was just so cruel. It might just be a numbers thing. It might be a sacrifice. Like you said, sacrifice one for yeah. the greater good of all your brothers. It could be that he was dying anyway. It's that true. he was glitching out. He might have been glitching. And I'm wondering if she tries to spin this to Helena somehow. I wonder how important it is to them to get 
Helena still to be a willing participant in whatever they are going to do because I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I, yeah, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to use Helena as the bait to get Sarah to be a willing participant. It's like if you don't participate, we're going to hurt Helena. But now that they have the baby skeleton, how much do they even need these women? Um, well, the I qu- mean, yeah, the baby skeleton is vital, but you don't want to just toss two perfectly good genetic specimens out the window, especially because one of them is pregnant and the other one has had a baby. And here's the thing. Once you're kidnapped by, like, kind of a secret military project, they can never let you go anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you get out of this. Well, and who's even going to find you? Yeah, Yeah, I'm actually hoping, number one thing I'm hoping next week, we find out where headquarters is. Iraq. I mean, it's got. I mean, we. I mean, we still seem pretty certain it's somewhere overseas. I'd, I'd laugh if it was like ten miles outside of my hometown. <laughs> yeah, that would be the it's on a sound stage out uh, outside of Los Angeles. <laughs> um, speaking of the of the little d- dead baby child, um, Alicia Perez, Billie Jean girl, eighteen on Twitter. Uh, she asked, how do you know that Gracie isn't the child with the original DNA? That's what I originally thought they were Which going with. Which is even with. more fucked up and creepy because that means he's sleeping with himself. Uh. I know. That was immediately where my mind I'm went sorry to. sorry about the F-bomb. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, honestly, if anything's been worthy of one, okay. it's that idea. And <sighs> that was my immediate thought. And I even wrote it down. And then I crossed it out when uh, when Cosimus mentioned male clone. She mentioned right. male more than once, which made me think that something Cosima was seeing in there. And I wasn't sure if it was something I missed, but it made me think something that Cosima saw there knew it had to be a male. I I would just assume that it w- Gracie wasn't that she is just the biological you know child of him and his wife. That's like because I feel like if she hadn't been, that there she would never have been cast out in the first place, um, because she would be she, valuable genetic. You know, she would be the um, she's the miracle, the miracle that they're, that looking, they're for. looking for. And I feel like if she was all that, they wouldn't treat her in the way that they have. Well, Gracie's a miracle in her own right. She is, and she should be treated as such. And see, by the way, you see that there is still, like, she takes the ring. She hides it in her pocket. She doesn't want her mother to to, to see that wedding ring, you know. Uh, Mark is, uh, there's a great shot where it cuts from Gracie, then Mark's got the ring, and he's still, thinks so, I mean, like, Mar- we all agree that Mark's love of Gracie is a real thing. Of course. Yes. So if he's going into Castor... It's not to stay in Castor. No. Which no. is, again, he's going to be the only way I think Sarah and Helena get we, out of here. We actually do have another tweet from Alicia Perez. Uh, do you think Mark has turned on Sarah, or do you think he has a plan to help her save Helena? I don't know whether he has a plan to help her save Helena yet, but he's definitely, he's definitely, I think, when push comes to shove, going to use her against Castor to get out of there himself. Hmm. That's what I think. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be he feels bad. Are we... Are we I gonna... was about to say it. Yeah. We gotta get to the show within the show. Yeah! The Hendrixes! <laughs> <clears throat> Can we have somebody make up a little sitcom? We should try to come up with some <laughs> sort of little theme to introduce the Hendrixes each week. <laughs> And Donnie is all sorts of... When we come in on the Hendrix, Donnie's all sorts of paranoid. Because while he's been out, like, campaigning or whatever with the... Dropping with the, off drugs. Dropping off drugs, <laughs> campaigning. Uh, 
someone was following him and he doesn't think it's 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 her her uh, Mar- Marcy or whatever no he it, thinks it might be police but instead it's a bald guy who loves <laughs> fast food yeah and is gener- ge- generally doesn't care where he drops the wrappers <laughs> yeah well no he was he was, he was looking. looking for a trash can and, and he, he gave it to he Allison. gave it to Allison <laughs> I loved it and I thought that was how he just dismissed her just with the finger waves like, did you shush me <laughs> um so it turns out Ramon did not go to college Ramon was selling uh, these. He these drugs belonged to his his supplier, and he shouldn't have sold them to the Hendrixes, but he did to get out for thirty grand. And now they want to have a meeting. They want to have a sit down with Allison. And this was just again great stuff with with uh, Tatiana and Kristen Brune this season. Um, there was a great moment in the car where Donnie's brought the gun. And she's freaking out. Last time you had a gun in the car, you know what happened. He's going to accidentally shoot someone yeah. again. It's like, it's cool, baby. It's cool. I got it. Yeah. Got Good to gun. protect this family. Yeah. It's so oh, cute the way Donnie. he pops out his chest. Yeah. And then I thought it was equally good that he's got the gun there. She's getting frisked. There's this moment of, oh, they're going to frisk. They don't even bother. Yeah. That's how dismissive <laughs> this world is of Donnie. Yeah. And we meet uh, the drug dealer in charge, HDD in IC. Uh turns out to be Allison's ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. Former flame. Now, <laughs> she gets in the car and immediately there's there's some reminiscing. There's a lot of flirtation. Mm. Again, the whole thing that Donnie is a character who sometimes, especially now since he's a little less monetary, has been somewhat dismissed. And I wonder, are we setting up a... Little love, love triangle. triangle. Oh, yeah. but I, she slept with someone else last season or the first season. In when the she first th- season with Ainsley's husband. Exactly when she thought that he was a monitor, and it's just sort of like we don't need to do that again. I don't know if she'll do that, but he's gonna. He's clearly gonna be putting the moves oh, on her. Yeah, and he's got something over her now. He's got all the drugs that she needs, both for the family. By the way, the, for the family to make money because they have no other income. And to win this election, which is the most important thing of all, obviously. So yeah, I mean, where does where does uh, where does that go? Where does this go? Where do you well, this go? He, here's here's the thing. So it, it, Jordan, Justin, 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 that's Jordan? the actor's name. That's yeah, the that's, actor. the, that's the actor's name. Um, I thought it was Justin, but maybe in retrospect, I thought because it's of the actor's Justin name. Chatwin. Yeah, yeah. But uh, basically, he wants her. He's going to keep putting the pressure on her. Uh, and, you know, we could have this rote storyline where, you know, she's resisting his advances because she doesn't want to do that to Donnie or she has an affair with him and then goes back to Donnie. I think there's a more interesting option, which is she's now she's now taken to a life of crime like a fish <laughs> takes to water. She's loving her new moralless life. And I'm wondering if maybe she's drawn in by the allure of this dude. She leaves her family and she goes running and gunning with with old Flame Boy. <laughs> they become you know, like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, Goku and Allison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know what we uh, you know there've been a lot of jokes, a lot of Breaking Bad jokes were had been made, and then this week they finally referenced Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, that made me so like happy. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> of course that's how Donnie would view crime. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder, though, I mean, there is something to the idea of what happened to Walter White, where he just loved doing it. 
that <gasps> crossover episode. That would be well. You made a great comment right before we came I, on air. I was really hoping that when they when they revealed who it was inside the van, I was like, "Come on, Aaron Paul! <laughs> Come on, Aaron Paul!" <laughs> yeah, I mean that would have been the ultimate. That's what uh, uh, Jesse Pinkman did after he drove <laughs> all the way to Canada and started up a business again. <laughs> That would have been amazing. That would have been hilarious. That would have been the greatest crossover <laughs> yeah. in television history. So, Allison, there's still a little bit. There was a scene where Cosima was on her in the phone, which kind of connects her back to the other clones. I still got to believe somehow all this drug dealing is going to screw something up for the other clones down the road. And I still... Now that... See, I don't know if we're going to get the scene that you would had pitched that I loved where Sarah was in the debate now that Sarah's held in a military base yeah well you can still dream and Cosima can't really pass for Allison unless she has a serious haircut yeah and she's not a con man yeah so I I I don't know at the very least uh, her illegal activities if she gets caught are really going to ruin things for everybody because why does she have the same face as Beth yeah yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I still wonder if the Angelus is still out there trying to figure out a way to to make all this. I feel uh, like she's been thoroughly neutered. Yeah, yeah, which so, is kind of disappointing. You would like to see stuff like that go somewhere or come back. Of course, the only thing better than Sarah impersonating her in that debate would be Angela DeAngelis impersonating her. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say a brain damaged Rachel oh, impersonating. Stop! Her. That's no. amazing. That's an amazing idea. <laughs> So, I love that idea. Will, you're a genius. Why do you have an eye patch? School lunches. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we move on to some quick news and predictions, do you guys have any other thoughts on the episode? Do you no. want anything we missed, maybe? Not me. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, no, it was just, it was a fantastic episode. I think it's the best one of the season so far, in all honesty. And uh, a lot of that, again, for me, was so much Helena stuff is always going to be good. So I wanted to bring up some news and some... After Buzz TV News. And some really good news. Orphan Black has already been renewed for season four. Fantastic. And I know last year they made us really wait. Like we were waiting through like, I think like a good month or so after the season ended before they announced it, even though we all kind of knew it was coming. So I'm glad they didn't make us wait this year. They just came out and told us. And I think we might have mentioned it last week. There was an interview recently where they were saying, well, maybe we'd like to go five seasons. And I feel for them to say that they say that because they know they can go five seasons. There's no yeah. reason not yeah. to. It seems like they're planning on capping it at five, and they're like, but who knows? Maybe if there's demand for it, and we feel there are more stories to tell, we can do kind of a spinoff. I feel like this story is unsustainable for another season more. Just let's get it Let's get it done. Five seasons, plenty. Plenty yeah. of time. Yeah, That's no. And like I said, it's funny how television changed, because television's so much more, uh, it's not as necessarily episodic, as it's more serialized now. I don't care how long a show goes as long as you give me a conclusion, as long as you're able to build to a conclusion. Like it used to be, I never want my favorite show to go off the end, but now it's like, oh, good, go, go, end. go, just end, but yeah. end, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. End strong. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I would much rather have a show end a little bit too early with a good conclusion than go on way too long and just get convoluted and ridiculous lost. So we <laughs> lost. Yes. We don't, we're not opening this no, discussion. We're not Pandora's doing this. Box. I love Lost. I love every second of Lost. Uh, but we're not talking about Lost. You're right. 
Um, but uh, I know we've said a lot of predictions already, but let's uh, let's see if we have any more predictions. I guess. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. I'll say it right here. I'm just going to go with Rachel, brain damage Rachel impersonate. Yes! <laughs> impersonates uh, Allison. I want it. I want that <laughs> scene. Write it. Shoot it. Give it to me. Um, well, uh, do you have any uh, predictions, Megan? Um, I would... Maybe it's not a prediction, but, like, my dream is that Helena and Sarah, the dynamic duo, make this really cool es- prison escape with the help of Mark and the... And Scorpion! <laughs> well, well yeah. now, that, now that Sarah's there, do you think there's going to be... I mean, this is now going to be her chance to kind of clear the air about... I didn't really do this, this is to assuming you. Assuming that they're put in the same cell or within speaking distance. From of each the other. scenes from next week, it looks like they're next door to each other. And here's the thing: you can't have them there for uh, too many episodes without them having a run-in together. Yeah. One at most. What I worry about is they decided not to torture Helena because she was pregnant. As far as we know, Sarah is not pregnant. Oh, so no. Some Sarah waterboarding is in uh, her Stress our testing, yeah. Oh, man. I worry about that. I didn't even think about that. But then again, Sarah is the one that you can deal with on a little bit more of a rational level than Helena. I wonder if part of what they were doing to Helena was just like, well, she's already this uncontrollable animal to begin with. We gotta break her down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you, man? Um, I mean, I think I, I pitched my biggest one, which is uh, Allison leaves Donnie <laughs> for a fun life of drug running and guns. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with that. And uh, and uh, Gracie gets a makeover. Gracie, I'm very curious to see how Gracie now fits into the almost the end game of this whole season. We're four episodes in. Gracie's not with the Prolethians. I mean, How's she going to come into play? She's still a little young, but I want her to go and have fun. And how funny would it be if, like, she ended up with Kasima? I want actually. her to sit oh. on the Iron Throne. Yeah. That would be... That's the ultimate prediction. <laughs> yeah. That Gracie at the end... Gracie will sit the Iron Throne. The, the, she lords over Westeros. Gracie of the House Johansson. <laughs> yeah. That Mother would be. I just we clearly all we want to do is make a Breaking Bad, Orphan Black, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones hybrid so shared universe. Basically, After Buzz is our format for fan fiction. Exactly. <laughs> yes. This is great. We should honestly. This is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start writing all the cards <laughs> on the Okay. Well, uh, Megan, uh, plug. Say, do the thing. <laughs> Do the thing. Do the thing, Julie. <laughs> yes. I'm Megan. You can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Turn later on tonight. Um, Sailor Moon. Uh, all Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that finale. Tomorrow, which tune in because we're going to be cosplaying. I've also started writing articles for the movie chick, the chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Uh, I'm going to be on that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale tomorrow night, guest guest starring in my formal panel. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> Mad Men finale on Monday. You'll uh, also be cosplaying for the Mad Men finale. I, of course yeah. I will. <laughs> uh, SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd, LibraFriends.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Will Link and listen to my podcast, Will Sean Podcast. You can find it on iTunes. I tweet about it. We talk about pop culture. It's great. Listen to it. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hello. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.